two, Illusion of Difference, I as Creator, with your host, Elondis Lake. Our search for unity starts within. Our quest for safety starts within. Once we understand the role difference plays when building community, we can release what we are holding back. We can learn from life's challenges. We can become who we are meant to be. Hello, hello, hello. This is Elandus, and this is the illusion of difference growing in race, race, racism continued and I have my guest here again we're going to have another little chat um, Dave Sharp welcome to the show how are you I'm doing good Alondis how about you I'm hanging in there <laughs> I'm hanging in there <laughs> got a little rocky start but I'm I'm good <laughs> But sometimes so that's we, the best we can do. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you do what you can, and what you can't, you say, yeah, all right, next time. But um, yeah, maybe yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, maybe, maybe the day after. <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad to have you on the show again. I really am. I enjoyed talking with you the first time, and I'm looking forward to doing it again. And um, well, thank you for having me back. <laughs> So what we were talking about is titled Growing in Racism. Um, And we left off where you were just getting ready to go into the military, and you were just on the verge of realizing that um, some of the ideas that you had about people who look different maybe might not be quite accurate, and maybe it needs to broaden out and include some other people. So... How about we start there? What was it like? I'm going to ask you, what was it like going into basic training? Uh, Basically, well, yeah, no pun intended. Uh, (laughs) Went in there. I knew I was going to be with a group of people. I really didn't have any fear behind all of that because I'd been through enough in my life that – I knew that there was nothing they could really do to me that was going to be harmful or detrimental. So that was no big thing. Uh, went in, got my head shaved, had uh, got assigned to bed, got told what I was going to do, did it to the best of my ability, learned a bunch of stuff. And as I was going through it, of course, the the first thing I thought when I was in there was Mm -hmm. that, well, okay, here I am with all these different people, and some of these guys are just going to be abject fucking losers because of their skin color. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, at the time, that was my thinking. Yeah, I get it. as, as, As we sat there, and it was like as things went through, I found that there were some folks that were there that were as good at or better than what I was supposed to be doing myself, which kind of Mm. kicked me in the head and I went, well, 
these folks are supposed to be inferior. How come you're keeping up with me? Mm. <laughs> and some of them are actually doing doing things better than I am. So I got to button up my pride and start finding out, you know, how they're doing these things. And as I talked to them and as we got to know each other, I realized these folks are just people. Now, granted, in, when I was in basic training, it was an all-male squad, all-male squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I didn't, my, my pot misogyny was not in place so much. But I had to take a look at the Asians. I had to take a look at the blacks. I had to take a look at the Latinos and realize that uh, some of these guys were actually better at things than I was. Mm -hmm. So I had to get to the point where I was a student of them because it was easier to learn from my peers than it was from the instructors. Anybody yeah. that's been to basic training knows that already. <laughs> um, and as we started comparing notes, yes, we were from different backgrounds. Yes, we were from different cultures. Some of us were from different religions. Uh, one of my jokes I tell everybody is I'm a recovering Baptist. Mm-hmm. Um, and as as things went through... I had to open my mind a little bit. Actually, I had to open my mind a lot. Um, Well, here's where I want to stop you for a sec. A lot of people in your situation being um, confronted with something that challenged pretty much everything you knew, thought you knew about people. um, Sometimes, most of the times, I think, would eh, respond with, Uh, at the least discomfort or maybe some hostility going there. Yours seemed to be curiosity. You were like, who are these guys? I'm I'm, I'm not getting the right information. Um, And tell me a little more about that curiosity because a lot of people don't have that and they respond in in other ways. Yeah. Well, don't 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 let me minimize the fact that there were moments and periods and times in there that I was just <clears throat> blatantly flipping angry mm-hmm. because, you know, I think I mentioned Pappy. He was he was one of the older gentlemen in the uh, flight, and the first time he. Uh, outdid me. I was very angry. I went back to a lot of my old childhood stuff, and I was like, "Well, you effety n-word." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think I said that exterior, but that was what was going through my head. And then I had to, as I slowly realized that his actions were proving a lot of what I'd been taught to be incorrect. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I transitioned into that. Why? <laughs> why, why? Yeah, that curiosity. That? Why is it, in, yeah, why, why is it incorrect? Why is it, you know, what's going on here? 
And, of course, I made up all the standard excuses that most folks that come from a bigoted background do. Oh, he's older. He's learned how to do this from a white guy. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, that, that, that <laughs> one. And probably still is. You know, yeah. To, yeah, and and to be real honest with you, as, as I talked to him, it was like not only did he not learn it from a white guy, but the neighborhood he came from was as exclusively black as mine was exclusively white. Wow. So so you and like you guys were the flips of each other. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know. <laughs> I, I look back at it now, and it's like, you know, in a lot of ways, he was my yin to my yang, or however mm-hmm. that goes, because it was like, okay, so your life is parallel to mine, but with a different shade, with a mm-hmm. different skin tone. And he was he was one of those guys, um, he was a very religious man. Mm-hmm. And he looked at things a little bit more differently than what I was used to. Because where I come from, when you're a religion, all the other ones are wrong. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and it, 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 it don't, you know, I might be a Baptist and you're a black Southern Baptist. And I'm still thinking you're wrong because, you know, that's a different church. Yep. That's the way I was taught. Now, granted, I did walk away from the church. I did walk away from the church because of uh, some inconsistencies I perceived. Mm. One of my curses <laughs> is I, I, I think I'm a little bit smarter than other folks, and I take a look at things, and I see the holes in the stories they're telling. Hmm. Um, and it also and seems I, you're not invested in having things be one way or the other, and that's where that's where, that leaves room for for you to be curious about what's going on, because I well, think that's, part that's, of the anger that comes in this type of setting comes from the fact that um, people are being challenged in ways they're not used to being, and they don't know how to handle it, and they don't like it. It's not it's not a good feeling to be challenged like that. Yeah, and that yeah, that's, and, and to, that's why and, you're here because you. Went to the curious side, and I, I want your story to, to get out and help other people. Because when we do part three, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, we're going to talk about what's going on now. It's almost as though we've gone back to the 50s and the 40s in some ways, only worse. So I really, oh, yeah. want, to, I really want to get you to talk about how you – dealt like you just now did just how you dealt with the fact that that yeah you you were angry the first time you were challenged that way by poppy and it but you didn't sit there with it you let it go and then you got curious that left room for curiosity yeah and yeah one one of the, one of the things that it's it's a blessing and a curse in my life is I've had so many things taken away from me and proven wrong that I almost look at everything these days with a a ton of skepticism and go, Mm. okay, that's your story, but what what are you setting me up for? Mm. And I felt the same way in basic training. It was, was, okay, i got to take a look at these things. And, you know, here Pappy is, he's, he's teaching me that he's not inferior 
is some other folks here that they're teaching me that they're really good at this stuff, and I need to find out, you know, what they're doing, how they're doing it. And the blessing behind being military is you have to work as a team. Mm. You have to work as a group of people coming together to do a common thing. Mm. And that, in my head at least, preceded whatever misconceptions or misteachings I'd gone through. So I had to get in close with these guys. I actually had to sit there and talk to them and listen to them. Listening was the important part for me. Mm. Um, because it, I, I can talk all day long and it'll never change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we've experienced that once or twice in the last few years. <laughs> um, but but as, as I learned this from these guys, you know, and I, I transitioned through basic training and then they sent me off to my tech school and I discovered that that curiosity had to get expanded because now I was around women as well as men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's another challenge. And, yes. and, and, and to be honest with you, some of those girls in that technical school kicked my butt. Um, <laughs> they, they picked things up quicker than I did. And again, I had to go to them and go, okay, explain this to me to where I can understand something here. Hmm. And that curiosity that like? seemed to, oh, that was What painful. was that like? <laughs> that was uh, tell me a little more about that. Well, you know, and it, you know, it goes back to the, that, that same old childhood thing that I was raised in. You know, women's place should be in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant. I don't yeah. mean to sound <laughs> crass, but that's, that's pretty much no. the way it, I was taught. Mm-hmm. But that was one of those blessings and curses things that I had to go through because it was like my mother was a registered nurse. Mm-hmm. So she didn't stay in the kitchen, and she certainly mm-hmm. wasn't walking around barefoot. <laughs> um, she, she was pregnant twice that I know of because I got a brother. Yeah. But there's that, that disconnect, that discontinuity between what I've been taught and what I've seen – and then here these ladies are, and they're they're picking up this electronic stuff better than I am. They're explaining it better than some of the teachers, which was absolutely amazing because, of course, they were almost all male. Um, hmm. And it, it, you know, again, that initial burst was anger, thinking things, and I might have even said some things during that period in time that uh, got me really close to getting my butt kicked physically by some of these gals. Um, <laughs> and I had, you know, and then moving towards, okay, i got to learn this stuff to get to this school, so i got to suck it up and i got to talk to these ladies. i got to talk to these guys. i got to listen. i got to learn. i got to do this. And subsequently, they carried me through that school. Now, Mm. I'm a good technician. I've done things in that career field that, well, at least one thing, they got me in trouble for it because I wasn't supposed to be smart enough to figure that stuff out without going to school first. Um, But 
again, there were some of these folks that were just over and above in ability to what I had. Mm-hmm. So as I'm going through life, yes, there were black people and Asians and Mexicans and women that were dumber than I was and weren't as good at certain things. But I had to put that on the back burner and take a look at the ones that were smarter than I was, that were had better abilities. And they may not have been in every place, but it was like, okay, so I got to choose your strength to make me stronger, mm-hmm. to make me smarter, to make me more capable. Mm-hmm. And as long as I continued to roll back into that curiosity and going, okay, so what are they doing different? How are they thinking differently? How do I, you know, to be frank, steal their abilities to where I can use them? Hmm. Well, you were there but, to learn. But that, but, yeah. yeah, you know, and, and, and as I transitioned through the tech school and got back out into the field, I found that I had to continue doing the same thing in order to succeed at what I was doing. Hmm. So I doubt the military meant for it to happen that way, but it just it made me a very curious vacuum cleaner. You know, <laughs> I, would, I like that. <laughs> I would I would suck knowledge out of somebody. I would sit there and see what they did, how they could do it, and sometimes I could come up with another way to make it a little bit better. So we all learned and taught each other as we were going through this thing. And that was what made our outfit such a good unit because it was like, okay, this guy is really dumb in this area. He's a wizard over here. Hmm. So we're going to learn from him. And so what I'm hearing you say I, right now is that you found people there found a place for everybody. Not everybody could do everything. And that's what teamwork is all about, just in general. Yeah. You know, and, and, I, and I just wanted to bring Frank that and, out. Yeah. Because there's, there's be a lot per- of... Be frank and, yeah, to be perfectly frank and blunt, some people are only capable of being a paperweight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I hate to say it that way, but sometimes that's what you got to use them for, grunt labor, whatever you want to call it. But got strong spots Mm -hmm. and sometimes we kind of have to dig for them a little bit and and see what they're good at and see what we can learn from them or use them for or whatever Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. if if we can do that you know and i i'm i'm probably going to get myself in trouble here there's a couple people in the republican party that if I met them on the street, I would probably kick them in the shins. Mm-hmm. And yes, I cleaned that up just for you, Alondis. Um, but they've got to be good for something because they got where they're at. It might just be sucking up to the wrong people. I don't know. But if, as a human race, and I'm not even going to say just as Americans, as a human race, if we ever realize that we can gain something by cooperation, 
by curiosity, this place would be so much better. I totally um, agree. And but you know that but the bottom line on that, and this is one thing that the human race really sucks at, in my humble opinion, is we don't listen for squat. Hmm. We don't even listen to ourselves. We don't take the time to listen to ourselves. Well, that's, yeah, but see, that's 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 the same thing as if I keep talking, I can't change my opinion. <laughs> that's true. You know, cause, that is true. Because all I'm all I'm hearing is mine. And if teach myself to shut up and listen to what somebody's saying, and then try and ask questions to make it a little bit more clear in my head, hmm. because I don't think like other people. I, I learned that so long ago. I've I've got what I call corkscrew logic because I I get to a certain place by going through all the wrong ways. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Don't even don't even go there with me on that one. <laughs> okay. That's, that's one but I I, like it, I totally I, get I, what I you're saying. If there's a yeah. wrong road, that's the road I took. <laughs> yeah. I could go down 13th Street to get to Main Street, but nope, I'm going to go down 126 and go to 42nd. And, yeah, um, but but that was that was what I got in the military. Is you know, I have to learn how to shut my mouth and put my opinion wherever I think it needs to be at the time. Hear what other people are saying. And if they mm-hmm. don't say it the way I understand it, I got to ask questions mm-hmm. and then let them answer it. And unfortunately, you know, oh, I really hate to admit this, but some of my old thinking is still in there to this day. And sometimes things will come out of my mouth that. I can look back on 2020 hindsight and go, that was just effing stupid to say that. I think that's human nature is, is we all have the ability to put our foot in our mouth. And we all do it. The difference is between what you do with it. That's what it is. We all have those moments where we say, oh, man, I shouldn't have said that. Sometimes we don't even have that moment. We just say it. Um, But, a lot of times we say, I shouldn't have said that. I think everybody's had that experience more than they want to count. I know I have. I definitely oh, have. yeah. Ditto here. It's, the thing oh. about it is how you re- respond to what you said, and do you try to learn from it. And what I hear from you is, yes, you try to learn about yourself from it. You know, well, you, you, you listen to yourself in that way. Is, you know, what does this say about me kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. and that's, that's, that's probably been one of the most painful lessons that I've had to learn a multitude of times. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, and, and one of the things when, when I was doing dope counseling, drug and alcohol counseling, I used to tell everybody, it's like, you are every age that you've ever been. You're that three-year-old, you're that five-year-old, 
as much as we hate to say it, you're that 13 year old that just your hormones just cut loose, and you're doing <laughs> really stupid things without thinking about them first. And to to actually look at those internal foundations is probably the cleanest way to put it that we still carry to this day. And in a moment of stress or a moment of not thinking or just being plain impulsive and not, you know, having any thoughts other than, blah, there it goes. <laughs> and then to learn to have the ability to sit back and go, oops, I said that in my outside voice mm-hmm. in front of these people. And now I've got to do at least an apology and also try and do an amends to where it's like, okay, I know better than that. Da, 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 da. That's not why I usually think, but <laughs> I can't, I can't explain where that verbal diarrhea came from. <laughs> and then, you know, be able to sit back and take the consequences of someone looking at me going, that's about as effing racist as what you can get. And I got to go, yeah, that's, I did it. And that comes from my past. That's not the way I usually do things. And the people that know me know that, but I've still gotten my chops busted once or twice because it's like, I think something's going to be funny when it comes out of my mouth. And when I look at it up there on the floor, it's like, <laughs> oh, that's really ugly. <laughs> that's, that's really ugly. <laughs> I should have that's never not even done funny. That. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's everybody in the room now has a band-aid Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what makes but, you so. different from a lot of people because a lot of times people would even wouldn't even own what what they said two minutes after they said it and realize that ah probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah, then they get you get yeah. in a conversation about yes you did no I didn't that's not what I meant that kind of thing those useless I call them useless conversations where yeah. everybody knows what happened but everybody's also talking about what didn't happen even though everybody knows what happened and what didn't happen happened I hope that makes sense <laughs> oh yeah it does it, uh, I I used to work with a guy named Zach that. Uh, his his biggest thing he would always go keep drilling into our heads was, you know, the one fight that nobody wins is the I'm right fight. Uh-huh. <laughs> because I'm convinced I'm right, you're convinced you're right, and we're going to keep talking back and forth until we're both convinced that we're still right, and it may come to blows or it may come to lost friendship. But some point to make that conversation productive, you got to sit back and go, okay, I need to hear your side of this story. Mm-hmm. And if I messed up, I messed up. If I didn't mess up, we can talk about that later. But right now, you know, listening. Yeah. Not just hearing, but actually listening to what somebody else is saying. And to be able to accept that they may have a totally different viewpoint than what you do. I mean, I've 
I've talked to Jews and I've talked to Muslims. I've talked to Buddhists. And they all disagree on how the religion works. But when you sit back and listen, yeah, but when you sit back and listen to the spirituality that they're talking about, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, this is to help yourself Mm -hmm. and others. Now, what's wrong with that? (laughs) You know, open the mind up, be able to take in new knowledge, and maybe even change my opinions. (laughs) And on that note, I think we're going to have to wind it down a little bit. And I want to thank you again for coming and sharing your wisdom. And it is wisdom that we really should, to use your word, listen to, listen to. So thank you again for being here. And I look forward to talking with you again. Well, I look forward to continuing this conversation. We'll see what we can uh, come up with. Well, we'll get in some kind of trouble, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's my middle name. All right. Goodbye, my friend. (laughs) Okay. Goodbye, lady, and thank you so much. All right. (laughs) That's all I have for today. Come back again when we're still talking, still listening. Bye. listening. This has been Illusion of Difference, I as Creator, with your host, Alondis Lake. Join us again. Continue to learn how to take charge in every situation, every challenge, 